Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Today on the Focus on Why podcast, I'm joined by the noted property sisters, and that's Justine Kirkham and Julia Weatherall. Ladies, welcome. Thank you. Hi, nice to see you, Amy. Hi, Amy, nice to see you. So just to distinguish the two voices, let's get some benchmark here and introduce yourselves separately so people can tune in to you. I'm Julia. Uh, I'm Julia Weatherall. I'm um, one half of the Noted Property Sisters. I'm the younger one. Everybody does ask me, and sometimes they, they seem to say they just seem the youngest one, but I'm the youngest. Uh, yeah, and I'm one half of Noted Property. My name is Justine. I have the um, the lucky privilege of being Julia's older sister. And yes, we've uh, we've been working together now for about three years. So far, no massive fallouts. So fingers crossed that continues. So why don't you share what it is you're doing together? Hi. So uh, what we do together is we develop property. Um, we develop property mainly in Harrogate in North Yorkshire, where Justine lives. Uh, and we, we attempt where we can to develop a property to hold. Our most, our most of our projects so far have really been conversions from beautiful old pier property and that's what we seem to tend to focus on I think we like beautiful property I think that's why we go that route yeah so we we developed for example the last development we did up in Harrogate was develop an old pair home into six luxury two-bed apartments um, and we're currently in the middle of developing uh, another big property into four bed flat a four one bed flats and another one into another house that we're developing uh, for rent. So quite quickly, you've already established quite a reputation for yourselves in the property industry. I don't know how to answer that, Amy. <laughs> um, I'm hoping that we're talking about that as professionals. Yeah, we've been very lucky. We, we, when we, we're not procrastinators. So I think that's the, the first thing that I would say. So when we decide that we're going to go and get on with something, we, we take the ball by the horns and we go and get on with it. And to be honest, it's something that people have fed back to us because I think it helps having the two of us working together because we've always got somebody to talk about. I've got somebody in my life who gives as much of a monkeys about this as I do, which is amazing. I can talk to Julia until three o'clock in the morning about this stuff if I want to. And that has made a huge difference because we, we have a partnership and we, that has really pushed us forward. I think when, when we took on the first project, I think, to be honest, there was, a, there was a fair bit of, let's go for it. If we're gonna do it, let's just go for it. We were very naive, I suppose, in some ways, but we learned very quickly and we learned on the job. And every single project that we've done so far has taught us more and more and more. And um, the good thing is, is, again, like having two of us, one of us might learn one thing and one of us might learn another. And then that brings that two sets of knowledge together, which is fantastic. And do you have different skill sets? Well, very much so, in some ways. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're both, look, Jussie's, Jussie's a big picture person, most definitely. So I, those 3 a.m., actually, I, link, I, I limit it to 2.30 a.m., actually. I'm not doing 3 a.m. in the morning, Jussie. Those 3 a.m. emails I get 
those 3 a.m. emails we get from Justine, quite commonly our strategy emails, a picture, where are we going? What's 10 years time we're going to be? And so I'm much more of the, I think, pragmatist where I look at the next project, project by project. So the other thing that Justine's super good at is the design and being practical and pragmatic with the design element. I mean, that's her background in business anyway. So she's better at that than me, although design-wise, I have a slightly different eye to Justine with design and I love the design. So I think when we do the design together, that's fantastic. So we can, we were just with each other the other day, actually. And actually, I think when we're with each other designing the, pro the, home, the houses that we're building, the flats, Actually, we were both saying how much of a quicker process it is when we're together designing because we can knock each other's ideas off each other and it's a very quick yes or no, nah, don't like that one, yes, I love that one, yeah, and, and actually it's a quick process. If I'm on my own doing a design, I tend to procrastinate a bit more. Um, the other thing I'm, my skill set, I think, is more along the lines of this finance, the analysis. I'm quite good at that. I'm quite a massive background myself. So Justine just whacks me over the, all the figures and then I sit there and I... Uh, Tell a yes or no, essentially. A lot of times, a lot of times, no, isn't it just annoyingly? <laughs> there's an annoying trait that's happens between us now, which is I get very overexcited about a number of different properties, and I do my figures and I send them over to Julia at three o'clock in the morning in an email, which uh, which she's mentioned. And quite often in the morning, she she will send me an email saying absolutely not or it's in the wrong location, or I thought this doesn't fit in with our strategy, or something very sensible and very obvious. But we have learned, and I bite my tongue slightly while I say this, but I have learned that when Julia says something won't work, her gut reaction is normally correct. So how did you decide finally to work with each other after all these years of not? Well, I, that really came from what was happening in my personal life at the time. I was in a pretty pretty unhappy situation, to be honest, and um, was working a, a, in a corporate job and was away from home, you know, four or five days a week, um, was unhappy in my, my personal life and was very much on a kind of robotic way of life at that time. And obviously had spoken to Julia a lot about it. And I think she could see that, that it was something that needed to change. And luckily we'd been brought up by a very very sort of go-getting entrepreneurial father and so it was very clear that it was something that was going to have to come from me to change the way that my life was and with the support of the family and and, a, and a, way too much wine in Bailey's in, on one particular Christmas evening we had a conversation which was something that we'd always had going on in the background both Julia and I had done quite a lot of property development individually for our own homes we'd also been brought up by a couple who who had done their own property developments and had built their own homes and so we knew that it was in our blood and it was in our background and that it was something that we both felt passionately about and it was really just a case of saying right well actually I'm going to go for it because I needed to change something and it just happened to be that at that time Julia also felt that it was a really good time for her and that it, it just really came together very quickly and although we did we did make the decision over way too much booze, the first thing that we actually did do was go was was take ourselves off to a lot of trainings and and do a lot of reading. I think Julia will tell you the story about the fact that I became, shall we say, mildly obsessive over the whole thing, and uh, and that's when she did get an epic amount of strategy, big picture. I'm very excited about this type emails from me. 
but I do think that actually that was the sort of kickstart that we needed. And so, so even though it came from not possibly a pretty unhappy place, it actually ended up being something that was really, really positive. And would you say now that you've never been closer? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, definitely. I mean, we talk every day on the phone, every single day, probably three times a day, Jeff, wouldn't you say? That wasn't happening before. We've always been super close, but it is. It definitely, absolutely no doubt about yeah, it's it's the best thing we've ever done, I think, both of us, wouldn't you say? Well, apart from having kids getting married and all that kind of stuff, all that jazz. <laughs> but, uh, you know, in terms of our in our relationship, um, I've, I've been exceptionally surprised at how well it has worked. We, we are able to tell each other yes or no and have the odd heated discussion, um, but we also are able to leave it being by the doorside. And, and I, think, I think the other thing I just wanted to say there is, People frequently say to us, how have you done it so quickly? And how come you've done such big developments as your first ones? I mean, I think compared to many people, they're not huge. But our first development was a nine-bedroomed old B&B down in Ramsgate. And, um, you know, we just jumped right into that. And I don't, looking back on it, I think we were a bit mad. But having somebody there, it just gives you the confidence to be able to just jump in rather than, if, it, if I'd been on my own, I would have done it. And what has it created for both of you now? It's created something which I think we both think is a long-term and a short-term benefit. The short-term benefits have actually been surprising in in just I would say the the, the personal the personal relationship that we've got. That's been a huge huge bonus. We are like as Julia said, exceptionally close now. The working relationship that we have. There is, there's just no need, being sisters, to butter anything up. We can just say it exactly as it is. So if I don't like something, I just say to Julia, I don't like it. You know, she's not yet put the phone down on me, so that's, that's good. We've got used to working in our different locations and also having that really exciting part of looking forward to seeing one another and going through the, the property projects that we're, we're working on. It's all very, very positive. We've also created something that cash flows and manages to pay both of us now, but the future for that is looking very bright. We've got projects on the go at the moment, which are now going to allow us to really take a big stride forward, which we're very excited about. But then there's the long-term aspect as well, which is something that we are building for the next generation. And again, that's not just about the monetary side of things. We, we're very proud of the fact that we're building a portfolio that will fingers crossed, will be something that will have the capital growth for, the, for, the, for our future generations and will be something that can give them some extra security. But it's also about teaching them about what we're doing and it's being role models for our children. Um, I think growing up when we did, it was a quite, a, quite an interesting time of our lives because we were the first generation of women really that were wanted it all, if that's the right phrase. We wanted to have the big jobs, the corporate life. We also wanted the families, we wanted, but we were expected also, and expected it of ourselves as well, to be able to do it all. And I think this is a way that Julia and I feel that we can have it all and, and give back to our families, with also, as well as having professional careers, also having the time with our families, and also doing something that they can see that we're really passionate about. And I think that's a really important lesson for our kids. And what do your kids say about what you're doing? Oh, wow. Our kids, it's, it's really interesting, actually, because I think seeing us doing this work 
There's been one kid on Justine's side who's now 21. Is Ben 21? 21, yeah. He's, he's at university doing property and he's he's getting his charter, looking at charter surveying, isn't he, initially? But yeah. he wants to do what we're doing. And my son, he's only 15, is talking about doing it too. So I think the reason for that is that they see, they see us enjoying it, you know. They see us creating things. They see us designing stuff. We show them around what we've done. It's such a brilliant, I can't tell you how immensely proud you feel when you've completed a project and walk around it wow that's amazing you know it is an amazing feeling and also when people rent it and live there and I keep quite close relationships with my tenants as far as possible because I just you know I want, I want them to have a good experience and it's it, nothing makes me more proud when they love it and they love living there and they appreciate the touches that you put in when you're developing I'm not sure if I asked the question there but no it's perfect I think our, our, our kids are looking at joining us some not all of them but you know if they want to of course but they see they can see that we enjoy what we do and has it always been easy oh definitely not always been easy I mean there are always challenges along the way and from valuations that came in that we weren't expecting to problems with planning we've had some party wall issues we've had you, you name it and I think you know the next projects will bring on a, lo a load more issues that we, we've had one very grumpy neighbor but I think the benefit has been that because it's our own business and because we're working together and we feel an immense sense of loyalty for one another we will overcome anything we will find a way to make sure that any challenges that come along we're doing it for the bigger reasons for the bigger picture for for the families and so from my point of view, I just, I don't find, I don't find problems as much of a problem, if that makes sense. Can, can I just jump in there with the property? And I think, you know, look, we're making it sound all like it's, you know, amazing every single day. It, property is a really, really stressful environment, particularly when things go wrong. Um, I think the first, I think what happens over time when you work in property is that you learn that your job is a problem solver. And when things go wrong, which they will do on every single site, then there's a way around it. Now, now the first project that we did, the, the nine bed B&D&B down in Ramsgate, which honestly, I can't tell you, there were some of the most, the worst days of my life doing that. Because, um, <laughs> you know, when I sacked the builder in the end, because he literally didn't do what he was supposed to be doing, and there was no other way around it, I stayed overnight in this half-inch property, and I cried myself to sleep. and I thought what am I doing I've lost all the money never going to come around genuinely I, I think it was one of the darkest days of my life ever um apart from my dad dying so yeah you know that property is a constant challenge but I think what's I think what's quite good about property as well is it teaches you that it teaches you that things aren't insurmountable it's just a problem that you solve and then you then you deal with the next problem <laughs> But, you know, it does make you feel quite resilient, I think. It does, definitely. And I think also the, the resilience comes for us from the fact that because we're doing it together, we have somebody else to do it for. It's not just about doing it for yourself. You're doing it for the sort of the, the bigger family aspects of it. And so, yeah, we, we, we talk about how to overcome problems together. But, um, but most of the time, we can come up with a solution fairly quickly. We, that's where we found a lot of our strengths and weaknesses from. Julie is absolutely brilliant at putting things in a very pragmatic and sensible way, where I might feel quite emotional about it. 
and so yeah we've actually found a really good uh, really good connection with the way we actually handle things now so you mentioned it's fulfilling what's your specific dream that you want to achieve together a ski lodge in Austria, <laughs> please. I think, no, I think the honest answer to that is freedom, you know, just freedom. I think, I think jobs, jobs are great, uh, but jobs really tie you down, you know, and when you're a mother, one of the generation, the, the everything mother, we work, we do kids, you know, all that. I think when, it, when you have the additional stress of money on top of that, it's, uh, it's, it's tough. And I think for me, um, I went out in my 20s and, and in my 30s, actually, I, I didn't have much money. I was, I really did. I lived paycheck to paycheck. And you know, if the boiler broke down, that was tough. You know, if the car needed new tyres, that was tough. And I think one of the things for me about doing what I'm doing is having the freedom not to worry about that and having the freedom to say yes to things that you want to do. That makes perfect sense. Can I just add to that? I think it's not just about the freedom for now as well. That's been something that has come in the last sort of year or so and has made a huge difference to both of our lives. But it's also seeing the opportunities that have come up. So, for example, I now have an interior design business, which has been an offshoot from the property development side because we, we put show homes into the apartments in Harrogate and the reaction to that was so good that that's then developed into a an interior design um, business, which I had walked away from and decided I wasn't going to do anymore apart from on our own projects. But now what that's led to is me being able to talk to property developers about what they're looking for from an interior design business. And I can see it from their side of things. And so now we have a very successful business, which is um, not only doing the show home side, but also specifications for, for a lot of developments throughout the UK. And we're working on care home projects and we're working on office projects and we're working on residential projects and so for me that's been a whole other aspect of my life which has benefited from what we've done we've also taken a, a share in, a, in an architecture company so we now have somebody who we can go to to talk about the architecture side and he'll talk for hours on end about our projects with us because we have a share in that company he knows us really well so there's all these massive benefits to the way we work and I had a huge feeling of gratitude the other day when I realised I was walking home in the in the pouring rain, soaked to the skin, having been on a building site all day, and I had never been happier because it was just my projects, my interiors, my architect, the whole were all working together, and it and it really felt it felt good. So, what would have happened if you hadn't have got together and had the Baileys over the desperation of Justine's life at the time? Oh. I don't know. If we hadn't done this, I think I would have possibly carried on doing what I was doing. And I think I would have been less fulfilled than I am now. I was working as a trainer in health and social care and I had a nice business together with my business partner. But I was only happy in that business for about five years. The last five years I've struggled and found really tough. Not because... I didn't like the actual work, but I found it really difficult to grow that business. Justine and I were talking about the importance of the accumulativeness, that's not a word, but I've made it up, in property, <laughs> where, you know, you, you do a project which is intensely and insanely hard for six months, but then that property pays you off, you know, for 10, 15, 20 years. When I was doing my training, 
every day I worked was the days I get paid. And there wasn't any accumulative buildup on that. And I actually found after 10 years of doing that, that's quite depressing. But, but I didn't seem to be building anything behind me. For me, that was really important. And that's really interesting, actually, because what I was doing was the a lot of the interior design work for the likes of care homes and hotels and that sort of thing. But but seeing what other people were doing and actually not um, benefiting from that myself. So in a similar vein to Julia, I was being paid for that particular role, but then I would walk away, whereas other people had, I could see that they were benefiting long-term from this, this um, project that they built. And I think I probably would have carried on doing that if it hadn't been for going into the property development side, because that's what I knew. And that's where I knew I could earn some decent money and, and support the family. I think my, my split from my husband was inevitable, whether I'd have done this or not. But certainly this gave me the clarity to know that I could stand up on my own and do this. And having the support from Julia and my mum has literally changed my life and all for the better. Um, I, I've, I can honestly say that I've, I haven't been this happy since my teens. I feel like I've got this incredible life and that I feel really, really excited about it because I feel like we're building something for the future. The thought of not doing this is actually, it actually freaks me out quite a lot, if I'm honest, because, because I'm very, very proud of what we've done. And how do you feel, Julia? About what we've, about what we've done? Yeah, I feel super proud. I feel that we have achieved something that we could really only have dreamt of, I think, a few years before that. It was always possible, I know. I don't think I'd have done it on my own. I really don't. I think I would have done small bite-to-lets. I wouldn't have got the right proper training. I wouldn't have been pushed by my sister to go and network, which is something <laughs> that I was... I have surprisingly enjoyed, like to a degree that I never thought I would. I really was reluctant to go and meet other people in the industry and find out what people were doing. I felt that I didn't belong. And, but <clears throat> there's an incredible network of people out there. Some of whom, and I've made some really good, both Justin and I have made some really good friends um, throughout this, the process. So the other, the other thing about going into partnership with somebody that knows you that well, I really was quite, reluctant to go and do that Justine will tell you she had to really 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 push me um, but I don't and I don't think any I don't think anybody but my sister would have pushed me to that point you know she knew that she could keep pushing me and she did and she made me go and do that and it's um you know that kind of feel of fear and do it anyway thing is such a it's a brilliant kind of way to think about things because now it just feels like a really natural thing to do and it's uh, but it's not something I ever thought I would be able to do she's actually really really good at it now and she's got a great reputation as being somebody who says it as it is, which is what I could always see in her, but she didn't necessarily see that in herself. And I think that she also, on the opposite side of that, pushes me to do things in a much more organised and concise way because she, that, that's where she pushes me to improve what I'm doing. And I think that's something that really comes with the partnership that we've got is that we keep pushing one another all the way, all the way. And if something is subpar, only your sister can tell you that it's subpar in the way that your sister does with several swear words and a, and a, and a go, go, go back and start again. You know you can do better. I love that. I think it's fantastic what you're creating is this future stability for your families, but also an income as you're going as well. 
but the passion is just really shining through. That's really nice to hear. That is really nice to hear, Amy, because I think genuinely, I don't, I, I don't want it to sound like it's been an easy ride, because it isn't. Property, you know, property is full of ups and downs. And I think anybody that you ever meet that's done property will tell you it's a roller coaster ride. You know, you go from finding an incredible place that you know is going to be amazing, and then you find the problems in the lease, and then you find the problems with the funding, and then you find, you know, oh, I don't know. And it's a million things along the way. And until you've literally, well, even when you're renting them out, quite frankly, there's always issues going on. But, you know, it's um, it's a fun business to be in, I think. You know, it's a business that you can meet a lot of people, you can be creative, you know, you can do your numbers, but you, that you also, it's, a, it's something where you're actually building something, creating something. And it's, yeah, I am passionate about it, I love it. And, and now and now we move on to a new stage, really, because we've self-funded up until now. And we're at the next stage for us is actually taking on outside investment into the business. And we've made some really big strides in the last six months or so with the support of the Property Sisters in, in the main, where we have actually met some absolutely incredible women who have been incredibly supportive towards us and pushed us. Again, it's, it's all about giving us that nudge in the right direction. So now we are looking for properties on behalf of two different investors. And we are, I mean, I'm outsourcing constantly at the moment just to try and find enough properties to keep everybody satisfied. It's a really exciting part of the business now because it's almost like it's taking it on to a whole new chapter. And that nudge in the right direction, where is that actually going? Who knows where we shall end? <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going? We, Justine and I are really clear about the fact that we have no interest in becoming billionaires. Billionaires would be all right with. But we want, we want to, we don't want to, I don't want a business that's huge. I don't want a business that we, where we employ 30 people. It's really not what I want to become in my life. We, we are going to a place where we feel that we can relax it up a bit, let the reins go a bit and enjoy our life, you know. I don't think we'll ever stop doing this, just do you? Um, I think, I don't I imagine we're really retiring. What on earth would we talk about? Slow down. Hmm? What would we talk about? Oh, <laughs> Where would our three phone calls a day go, eh? If we didn't work <laughs> together. I don't know. Um, Jesse, where do you where do you want to go? Oh, well, I've already written you about 18,000 emails about this, this subject, but... <laughs> So the way, the, way, the way I look at it is, I think when we first started doing this, we had a 10-year plan. We, we are, I think our biggest regret is that we didn't do this when we were in our late 20s, early 30s. However, we are now teaching our kids about this. So, so that's the way that we're, we're changing things up, if you like, as you go forward. And to be fair, I think both of us have learned an awful lot from the different careers that we have then brought into this. So there's a plus and a minus for that, but we're definitely making sure that the next generation are a lot more equipped, if you like, to have that flexibility and that, that freedom. But I think where we're heading is, that I, I agree with Julia completely, we will always be doing something. I have an aim that we will add between 800 and a million pounds a year to our portfolio with the cash flow that then goes with that. Uh, for the next 10 years and then once we've got to the I mean look at uh, Julia's just rolled her eyes at me on this video but I think then we've built a really really substantial 
portfolio which can support our families and support our old age because we want to do old age in style so this will support our, our old age plans it also means that we've got security for my mum which uh, which means that she never has to worry about what's happening with us and we also know that we can support her through anything that she needs I just think that's an amazing place to be able to be and and there is going to be, at some point in time, an Austrian ski lodge in there, Julia, I promise you. I, will, I want to have enough money so that when I retire and become infirm, I can have a bell by the side of my wheelchair, and when I ring it, champagne gets delivered. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a dream for us all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, so that's the reply to the emails that I sent with a full 10-year plan, and that's Julia's reply to it. <laughs> But I love the way that your dynamic works. It's just fantastic. And you keep each other motivated. You're keeping each other on your toes. And it's just so great to see. And I look forward to those growing old, graceful Zoom calls that we'll be having in 10 years time. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a very good plan to me. So ladies, it's been amazing having you on. How can people get in touch with you if they want to reach out to you in any way? So we're on Instagram at uh, Noted Property. We're also on LinkedIn as Justine Kirkham and Julia Weatherall. You can also get us on Facebook, Noted Property, or you can email us. It, my email is justine at notedproperty.com. Fantastic. Well, I'll make sure all of that goes into the show notes. And can I have a final message from you both, please? I would say that coming from where I came from in 2016, when I can honestly say that I was very, very unhappy and very close to a, a full burnout at that point in time. The best advice I got at the time was actually to take control of my own life. And, and I didn't do it quickly. I, I researched and I, and I investigated and I, and I took my time to do, it, to do it well, I think. But I would say that by taking control of my life, I've taken control back of my own happiness. And the fulfillment that I now feel from doing that is quite difficult for me to express because I'm a very different person and, a very, and having a very different experience of life now than I was back then. And I would just like to say to anybody that wants to sort of reach out to me and talk to me about that, I'm more than happy to explain what happened to me and to give any kind of tips that I can. Not that I'm an expert, but just to give people encouragement that it can be done. And when you say taking back control, just give us an idea of what that meant in sort of different areas. Uh, so on my, from a personal point of view, I was in a very difficult marriage and I didn't really feel like I had a way of getting out of that while still being able to support the, the family and also being able to keep myself sane in that, in that environment. By doing what we did, it immediately gave me the empowerment, I suppose, as a person to be able to make the difficult decision and move away from that marriage and actually create a much happier family home and a place where my kids now feel that they've got the support and the, the love to move forward and do their own thing. So that's been a really positive, positive side of things for me. And also how much closer as a family we all are, that includes Julia's side of the family as well, because that's something that they can also see. So there's been a huge amount of positives out of it. My advice is, as a fellow middle-aged changer like yourself, um, Amy, that you talk about the fact that you've changed it up in the middle age. For me, it's about preventing yourself coming stuck. 
don't get bored. You know, be, be excited about what you're doing. Enjoy your work. It's a heck of a lot of your life, your work. You know, so if you don't enjoy it, it I don't know how you survive. And what's the point? Like, well, of course, it's money, but, you know, make sure you enjoy what you do. And I think also being a role model, being a role model for your kids. You know, if they see you seeing, if they see you enjoying your work, being positive about it and loving it, they're more likely to go into a career where they feel the same. Thank you for listening to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson, and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star Apple podcast review. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook, and become a member of my inspiring, uplifting, and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. I help people to focus on their why with clarity, uniting their passion with their purpose with a plan to create the life they truly desire. If you would like me to help you focus on your why, then please book a free 20-minute coaching call via candidly.com forward slash Amy Rowlandson. And if you haven't already, please sign up for the Friday Focus weekly newsletter via my website, amyrowlandson.com. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.